Welcome all, ladies and gentlemen, to Way Back When, Episode 7. It's an absolute pleasure to be here with you. I will be bringing you the best music from the year 1976 here today. I hope that your day has been pleasant, and I hope that you're ready for some amazing music. Now, as we all know, the late 1970s were, I won't say dominated, but were heavily featuring a very big disco theme. And the first song we're going to play tonight really epitomizes that. It is a song by the disco band The Tramps from their 1976 album. I won't say it because it's the name of the song. I don't want to spoil it just yet. It reached number one on the US Billboard's Dance Club songs in early 77. However, it had limited mainstream success until 1978, where it was included on the soundtrack to the 1977 hit film Saturday Night Fever. A massive disco song and with a fantastically catchy riff, we hope that you enjoy Disco Inferno by The Tramps up next on the home of UNE's Student Powered Radio and Way Back When.
and that was the Disco Earworm, the uh, the Tramps with Disco Inferno, here on episode 7 of Way Back When. Coming up next, we move back to the Swedish pop supergroup ABBA, and this time in 76 they would release their fourth album, Arrival, and it had a lead single that has become synonymous with the group Dancing Queen. Dancing Queen was released as a single uh, in 76, and it became a smash hit for the band. It was the uh, first and only number one hit in the US, and it topped the charts in Australia, Canada, the Netherlands, Belgium, Ireland, Mexico, New Zealand, Norway, South Africa, Spain, Sweden, the United Kingdom, Germany, and even Zimbabwe. As you can see, it was a fairly popular track. It was uh, considered one of their best at the time and has only had a more positive reputation grow ever since. It was inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame in 2015. And a little bit of interesting trivia for you all, the first international standard musical work code, which is essentially uh, what ISBNs are to books, but for musical numbers. The uh, first one was actually assigned to Dancing Queen in 1995. The code is t-000.000.001-0. Just a little bit of interesting uh, trivia for you all. It actually was considered by some to be the greatest pop song of all time. And in fact, uh, The Guardian published an article in 2016 claiming this, uh, asking the question, why is Abba's Dancing Queen the best pop song ever? John McCain, former US presidential candidate, named Dancing Queen as his t- favourite song which is a little bit of more interesting trivia if you're a fan of US politics and its reception has only been positive uh, for most people. It was a very very good song and it featured in both Mamma Mia and the film sequel Mamma Mia Here We Go Again. It is a very good song and we certainly hope that you enjoy it. Dancing Queen by ABBA coming up next on the home of UNE's student powered radio. <laughs>
That was the wonderful, inspiring and uplifting song Dancing Queen from ABBA's fourth studio album Arrival. You're listening to Way Back When, episode 7, 1976. We greatly appreciate you joining us. Uh, we are going to move back into the disco era now. I didn't want to drown you guys out with too, too much disco all at once, so we had to break it up with Dancing Queen. But we move firmly back to the disco era of 77 now, and we move to Rose Royce, an American soul and R&B band, with their debut single, Car Wash, one of the most notable successes of the 70s disco era. It was the theme of the 76 film of the same name. It was their most successful single by far and the lead single from their debut studio album. It reached number one on the US Billboard Hot 100 and Hot Soul Singles charts and also peaked at number three on the National Disco Action Top 30 chart and managed to hit number nine on the UK Singles chart as well. It was actually covered by Christina Aguilera and Missy Elliott in 2004 who released their version for the Shark Tale soundtrack, a film that I won't talk about too much because my opinion is not very positive. But the original version of the song uh, was by Rose Royce and it sometimes gets and it sometimes gets a bit lost uh, when people talk about disco hits but it is a very good song and again if you're not a big fan of disco I apologize but you may catch a little bit of boogie fever coming up next is Car Wash by Rose Royce on Way Back When episode 7 
You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM and that was Car Wash by Rose Royce here on Way Back When, Episode 7, looking at 1976. Coming up next, we move away from disco again. Uh, Obviously, I don't want to play you with too much disco, as I said before, because, well, boogie fever is a rather severe disease. Coming up next, we move back to Elton John, in fact, uh, with one of his hit songs from 1976, a duet, in fact, by Elton John and Kiki D. It was written by Elton John with Bernie Taupin, of course, under the pseudonyms Anne Orson and Cartoon lunch, respectively, if you're interested. It was intended as an affectionate pastiche of the Motown style, notably the various duets recorded by Marvin Gaye and singers such as Kim Weston. It was originally intended to be a song that was recorded with Dusty Springfield, but the offer was ultimately withdrawn. Uh, Dusty Springfield's partner would later say this was because she was sadly too sick at the time, which is a bit of a shame. It was released on the 21st of June in 76, and it won the Ivor Novella Award in 1976 for Best Song Musically and lyrically. A very interesting a little bit of trivia as well is that he actually recorded a, another version with RuPaul. Uh, that's not the version we'll be playing tonight because that came out in the 90s but it's just an interesting little bit of trivia for you. It came in at number one on the Australian charts, uh, Canada as well as France and Ireland and it managed to crack the US Billboard Hot 100 top spot as well. It was also the second uh, highest spot on the US Billboard Hot 100 year-end charts for 76. It was certified platinum in Canada and the United States for 150,000 and 1 million sales respectively and it was certified gold here in Australia with 50,000 sales. It is Don't Go Breaking My Heart by Elton John and Kiki D. You're listening to Way Back When Episode 7 here on UNE's Student Powered Radio.
And that was Elton John with Kiki D on Don't Go Breaking My Heart here on Way Back When, Episode 7. Coming up next, we actually move to KC and the Sunshine Band, an American disco and funk band. We're moving back to disco again, which was actually founded in 1973, and this is the first appearance of them on this list. They had uh, smash hits with That's The Way I Like It, which was uh, covered extensively by several other artists, and they also had Get Down Tonight, both released in 75. Sadly, we could not play either of those last week on the show, but in 76, they would have another big hit with Shake, 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 Shake Your Body. It was their third number one hit on the US Billboard Hot 100, and their third number one on the Hot Soul Singles chart and was actually received with a bit of controversy since the lyrics were interpreted as a potential sexual message, although they themselves would say that this was not the case. The band itself, KC and the Sunshine Band, is an absolutely massive band, having a huge amount of members, and they've had a rather interesting career. They were active from 73 to 85 before going on hiatus and then having another stint from 1993 to the present day. They were actually honoured with a Golden Palm Star on the Palm Springs Walk of Stars in 2013, and they made a comeback to the music scene with a release of a new album in 2001, which was praised by critics, so it's good to see that bands can still uh, survive after a long layoff. That's quite uh, nice to hear, actually. But the one that we're playing tonight, the one that I've decided to go with is obviously Shake, Shake, Shake because it was uh, featured in a very prominent episode of The Simpsons which gave the song some more notoriety and some attention and it was uh, another song much like Disco Inferno that really epitomizes the disco and funky soundtrack of the late 70s. Shake Your Body by KC and the Sunshine Band coming up right now on Way Back When, Episode 6. You're listening to Tune FM on 106.9. Yeah. 
You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM and you just heard Shake Your Body by KC and the Sunshine Band here on episode 7 of Way Back When. We round out tonight's disco theme of the show, uh, the disco portion of the show rather, with Play That Funky Music by Wild Cherry, a song that is getting very, very close to one-hit wonder territory. Uh, The band themselves were uh, active from 1970, however this was their only major hit and it was the only uh, song of theirs that really cracked them into prominence in uh, society which was a pretty big shame. However, the song was uh, indeed very successful. It was listed at number three on Billboard magazine's all-time top 100 songs back in 2018 and was the only song of the group to crack the US top 40. The band themselves, uh, Wild Cherry, would fade out and indeed break up in 79, so a fairly short-lived career. Uh, They did have a fair amount of members, though, being headed by Rob Parisi, and this was the song that a lot of people would associate with them because it really sort of is a one-hit wonder. I try try to avoid that uh, term uh, unless it's absolutely necessary and I think with Sweet Cherry, uh, Wild Cherry excuse me, and play that funky music there is certainly a case to be made. So make up your own mind. Of course it's not really a band that people hear a lot of anymore except for when this song comes on but it's very catchy and again a disco-y, funk rocky sort of track that I think is a good way to end the disco portion of tonight's show. So play that funky music by Wild Cherry coming up next on Way Back When Episode 7. You're listening to the home of student powered radio.
you just heard play that funky music by Wild Jerry here on 106.9 Tune FM way back when, episode 7. I hope that you're all having an amazing night, and for those of you who are listening to the show, thank you so much uh, for tuning into it. For those of you who are listening to this podcast later on, uh, hello from the past. I hope that whatever day you're listening to has been good for you, and I hope that uh, the human race is still... Um, alive. So coming up next, we have, I guess, a little bonus uh, glam disco-y sort of track. It's a little less disco-y than play that funky music for sure, but still, I guess, sort of a um, considered a funky and disco track nonetheless. Golden Years by David Bowie. Released as the lead single of his 10th studio album Station to Station in 1976, it was actually recorded in 75, but released the following year and was the first track completed during the recording sessions, uh, which was interestingly enough, a time where Bowie's substance addiction problems were at the their peak. It was also, interestingly enough, uh, going to be the album's title track at one stage before it was changed to Golden Years and was played sporadically throughout the tour, but regularly on tours to follow. It was more or less a success. It reached number 10 on the US Billboard Hot 100, number 8 on the UK singles chart, and only cracking 34 here in Australia. It's still a good song, though, and it's one of David Bowie's uh, many, many hits, so I'm going to play it for you. Golden Years by David Bowie, coming up next on episode 7 of Way Back When. You're listening to Tune FM on 106.9. Don't let me hear you say lights taking you nowhere. Life's begun, nights are warm and the days are young Shadows in these golden years I'll stick with you, baby 
You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM on the home of UNE Student Powered Radio, and this is Way Back When, Episode 7, You Just Heard Golden Years by David Bowie. Coming up next, in fact, we have a song by the hard rock band Kiss. Of course, Kiss have been featured before on this show and will continue to do so uh, well into the future. Interestingly enough, Kiss would release two albums in 1976. They would release Destroyer, arguably their best album of all time, early in the year before releasing Rock and Roll Over on no- in November of and it is from that album that this next song comes from. I'm going to talk a little bit about Destroyer later on because we have another song of theirs coming up, as you can probably guess. But the Rock and Roll Over album also came with a song that I think is a really, really good ballad sort of love track. Of course, on Destroyer, Kiss would release Beth, which became an absolutely enormous hit, one of their best-selling singles of all time. Uh, it was sung by Peter Chris, who rarely got uh, lead vocals on Kiss songs. As a matter of fact, he was the drummer for people who don't know much about Kiss's history. Um, Beth was obviously one of their biggest and best songs of all time. However, I actually consider their follow-up on Rock and Roll Over to be superior, although I'm definitely alone in that respect. And you'll hear Beth all the time when people talk about Kiss's best songs, but you don't really hear too much about this one. There were two singles from Rock and Roll Over. This one was the lead single, but Calling Dr. Love was the second single, and it is the one song that continually gets played at live concerts of Kiss, even to this day. There And it's it sort of become the more well-known and respected song of this album, which is a shame because I genuinely think Hard Luck Woman, which is coming up next, is a better song, and I do enjoy listening to it more so than Beth. Obviously, not many people agree with me, but I'm going to show a little bit of love to one of Kiss's lesser-known tracks out there, Hard Luck Woman, coming up next on Way Back When, Episode 7, looking back at the year 1976. If never I met you, I'd never have seen you cry. If not for a first hello, we never have to say goodbye. If never I held you, my feelings would never show. It's time I start walking, but there's so much you'll never know. Child of the water Too proud to be a queen 
You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM and you just heard Hard Luck Woman by Kiss on episode 7 of Way Back When. It's interesting to put Kiss obviously so uh, around the middle of the range show but I figured it was a good little transitional song from the disco era that we heard before to the uh, more harder, rockier sort of uh, section that I like to end the show with. And of course, I like I said before, I genuinely think that Hard Luck Woman is one of Kiss's, Kiss's better songs and it seldom gets played or mentioned when people talk about their discography so I wanted to give it a little bit of love. Coming up next, though, we move to Ireland and Thin Lizzy, one of Ireland's best-known hard rock bands that started in 1969, funnily enough. They were formed in Dublin and uh, didn't really speak about them too much last week, but they will appear later on uh, on this show. So for now, I'm just going to talk a little bit about their biggest uh, and first uh, hit. The Boys Are Back in Town, of course. Biggest, I guess, is up for debate, but certainly their first major hit. The Boys Are Back in Town was released on their 76 album Jailbreak, and Scott Gorham of the band would actually say that they were touring around America a little bit and the manager told them that they had a hit record and they were actually quite surprised because they didn't have any idea this was going to happen. They asked which song uh, he meant and he said the boys are back in town and they were really quite surprised because it was one that they hadn't chose for the album but two DJs in Louisville, Kentucky actually fell in love with the song and played it over and over and over until it was picked up by other DJs and other radio stations and really kick-started sales and positive reception of the song which I think is really quite interesting. Scott Gorham would go on to say that had that song that actually kick-started the sales of the album into the next gear, the band likely would not have survived, which is, again, very interesting. It was a number one hit on their native island and was given 499th position among the 2004 edition of Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs of All Time, although it would miss out on the 2010 update. Nevertheless, Rolling Stone would praise lead singer Phil Lynott's Gaelic soul and said that the guitars were crucial to the song's success. It is actually played at most Irish rugby matches, funnily enough, and it was featured prominently in a 2019 ad for Applebee's, which you may have uh, seen. Interestingly enough, one last little bit of trivia before we lead into Thin Lizzy's first massive hit. Excuse me. It was actually used at the 2012 RNC, Republican National Convention, and was used to introduce vice presidential candidate Paul Ryan. This song, this use was unauthorized and caused controversy. Phil Linnett's mother, Philomena Linnett, and Thin Lizzy's lead guitarist, who was Scott Gorham, criticized its use, stating that Linnett would not have wanted his music used for political purposes. Uh, he preferred not to endorse any politicians, and he likely would have disagreed with most of the policies of Ryan and his running mate Mitt Romney, who would go on to lose the presidential election. Just a little bit of interesting trivia for you all. So the boys are back in town by Thin Lizzy, coming up next on Way Back When, Episode 7, you're listening to uh, 1976.
taking what she'd got Man, when I tell you she was cool, she was red hot I mean she was steaming And that time over at Johnny's place Well, this chick got up and she slapped Johnny's face Man, we just fell about the place If that chick don't wanna know, forget her You just heard Thin Lizzy's first massive hit, The Boys Are Back in Town, here on Way Back When, Episode 7, looking at the best of 1976. Now we have another debutante on on the show tonight with Eagles. The Eagles were an American rock band formed in LA in 71, and we are moving to, um, again, I'll say more than likely their biggest hit, Hotel California, off the album Hotel California. The uh, band themselves, the Eagles, are one of the world's best-selling bands. They've sold more than 200 million records worldwide, 
100 million albums sold in US alone, and they were ranked number 75 on the Rolling Stones list of the 100 greatest artists of all time. They're actually one of the most successful music uh, bands of the 1970s. They had five number one singles, six number one albums, six Grammy Awards, and five American Music Awards in the 70s alone. A fantastic achievement, most certainly. They would uh, break up in 2016 following Glenn Frey's death. However, they would reform in 2017. It is a very interesting career of the Eagles, and Hotel California uh, is a song that most people will have heard, uh, even if you uh, do not think you have. You'll probably recognize the tune and some of the lyrics when it plays. It has become part of international pop culture and uh, has actually been covered by a number of artists, including Australia's own Tabara, a local metal band that would sadly break up last year after a short but still mildly successful career. The song is considered the most famous recording by the band, and in 1998, it was actually voted the best, uh, the, so- the guitar in it was voted the best guitar solo of all time by readers of The Guitarist. The song was awarded the Grammy Award for Record of the Year, and it, the lyrics of the song have been interpreted interpreted wildly uh, by fans and critics, as, of course, vague lyrics are tended to do. Writing credits for the song are shared by Don Felder, Don Henley, and Glenn Frey, and the original recording of the song, which you're about to hear, features Henley singing the lead vocals. We're going to play it for you right now. Here is the first song by the Eagles you're going to hear on Way Back When, Hotel California. I actually gave a lot of thought to having this be the final track of the night, but I elected uh, not to do that, but we still think that you're going to have a lot of fun listening to it. Hotel California by the Eagles, coming up next on Way Back When, Episode 7.
just prisoners here of our own device And in the master's chambers They're gathered for the feast They stab it with their stealing eyes But they just can't You just heard Hotel California by the Eagles here on Way Back When, Episode 7. We're going to go a little bit over time tonight. I hope you don't mind. I just want to fit all these wonderful songs in. So if you can stick around with us for a little longer, I would really appreciate it. Coming up next, we move to yet another debutante tonight, Fleetwood Mac. The history of Fleetwood Mac as a band is incredible and is well worth a dive into, but it would take a lot longer than tonight's show to explain it, even if I devoted the entire time to it. It was a fantastic band that actually still tours today, or albeit with a different lineup to one that originally started. And the song we're going to play tonight is from their 11th studio album, Rumours, released in 77. However, this single was released in December 76, so I am allowing it tonight on a technicality. <clears throat> Excuse me. It was written and sung by Lindsay Buckingham, of course, and it was a re- it was about the breakup of his relationship uh, directed at his bandmate and former lover, of course, Stevie Nicks. It is Go Your Own Way, and like I said, you will have likely heard it if you have uh, 
well watched any free-to-air TV over the past few months. It is a very popular song to be used in ads and a very popular song in general. It was actually named as one of their best songs of all time. And in fact, Rolling Stone regarded it as one of the greatest rock songs of all time, period. It only goes for just under three minutes and 45 seconds. So a mildly short song compared to some of the other rock songs that we've played on this show, but still a very, very worthwhile one. We hope that you enjoy it. Go, go Your Own Way by Fleetwood Mac. Coming up next on 106.9 Tune FM, this is Way Back When, Episode 7. Go your own way 
You're listening to Way Back When, episode 7, looking at the best music of 1976, and you just heard Go Your Own Way by the amazing Fleetwood Mac. We move now back to Australian shores, and an incredible Australian hard rock band in ACDC will be up next. In 1976, the band would release Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap, the third studio album to be released in Australia, only the second, however, to be released in Europe, and the album wouldn't even be released in the United States at all until 1981, more than one year after original lead singer Bon Scott's tragic and untimely death five years after the album would be released. It is a very, very interesting album. Uh, It has several different versions of the cover art, depending on whether you get the Australian or the international version. It would feature four singles, Jailbreak, Dirty Deeds, Dumb Dirt Cheap, Love at First Feel, and Ride On. However, other successful tracks from the album include Ain't No Fun, Waiting Around to Be a Millionaire, Problem Child, R.I.P. Rock in Peace and Big Balls, which is a very funny song which you should go and listen to. We have uh, the, we've had a wide array of songs to choose from there, uh, however, and we've gone with Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap because it is one of ACDC's most famous songs, and to be quite honest I think it's the best song on the album. It is both humorous, very catchy, and it's a nice hard rock song. It was produced by Harry Vander and George Young. It would not receive as much success as you would expect it to. It only reached 29 on the Australian singles chart and 34 on the New Zealand singles chart. However, this may be because of the stagnated release dates, whether you're in uh, Australia, Europe or the United States, obviously. The album would do exceptionally well, especially in America. It has been certified six times platinum, selling over six million units. It has been considered one of ACDC's best albums, especially best early albums, and the song itself is one of ACDC's most well-known songs, played often in concerts, uh, still by Brian Johnson to this day, as well as his replacement on their most recent tour, Axl Rose. It's very well known. It is traditional ACDC. It's been covered numerous times, including on a rather interesting Interesting little spoof in The Simpsons, and I'd actually like to de- to dedicate this song uh, to my dad, who turns 50 tomorrow, the 14th of June. It is his 50th birthday, so Dad, happy birthday to you! I can't wait to celebrate with you. ACDC, one of his favourite bands. He was actually able to meet guitarist Angus Young on a bit of an errand back in uh, the 70s, I believe. So that's rather an interesting story. But yes, Dad, happy birthday to you! I know how much you're a fan of ACDC. I suspect it's where I get my uh, fan fanicism of the band. Uh, from so this is for you dirty deeds done dirt cheap coming up next on way back when episode 7 here it is in tune fm 106.9 
You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM, and that was Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap by ACDC, dedicated to my dad for his 50th birthday tomorrow. A very happy birthday again to him. Coming up next, we have the last song of Way Back When, Episode 7. Thank you so much for tuning in, and apologies for going a little bit over time. But coming up next, the final song of the show is going to be Kiss, after being bridesmaids for the last two shows, uh, missing out on the final spot by a little bit. They have managed to clinch it now with uh, the album Destroyer. Now, the album Destroyer was the fourth album by Kiss and definitely their most successful studio album in terms of hits produced. Obviously, as we said last week, they released a live in 75 that would become their breakthrough. Uh, unusual for a live album to be the breakthrough of a band, but they would follow that up a year later with uh, Destroyer, released in March, and obviously Rock and Roll Over, which we discussed earlier in November. But Destroyer would be released on March 15 and marked departure from the rawer sound of the band's first three albums. They uh, needed something big to follow up alive and boy howdy did they nail it the uh, album would release uh, would um, sport would form excuse me would give rise to amazing singles and mm, smash hits like shout it out loud God of Thunder, Beth, all played uh, live to this day, Beth especially, as well as God of Thunder, one of Kiss's live staples, shouted out loud, a massive crowd pleaser and a good way to pump up the energy. And God of Thunder, as I said, Flaming Youth as well, another smash hit. All four members of the band would contribute writing credits. Peter Chris would notably get uh, lead vocals on Beth, which would become a huge, huge hit for the band. Excuse me. Shout It Out Loud was the lead single. However, it is not the song we are going to close out with. The uh, album was produced by Bob Ezrin, who is a legend in the business. And the fame from Destroyer would pretty much uh, allow Kiss to go the way they did. They would form, uh, they would release, sorry, a few more albums. They would release solo albums the following few years. And it really was the uh, album that they absolutely needed after the massive success of Alive. They needed an album to get them to the next level and maintain themselves at the next level. And they managed to do it. It was everything they needed. The album would peak at number six in Australia and Canada. It would reach 22 in the UK and it would release, and it would uh, stay at three on US Tastemaker charts. It would be certified as two times platinum in the US for 2 million sales. It was ranked as 496 by the Rolling Stone on the 500 greatest albums of all time. Guitar World would put it at 60 on the 100 greatest guitar albums of all time. And Blender would put it at 50 of the greatest American albums of all time. Uh, 100 greatest American albums, that is. So without further ado, I'm going to announce and play the final song for the show and the best song, in my humble opinion, from the Destroyer album by Kiss. Uh, The song is a smash hit, still played in their concert concerts around the world, often either the show closer or the show opener. I have heard it both times I've seen Kiss live here in Australia in 2013 and 2015. Thank you so much for tuning in to Way Back When. Join me next week as we look at episode 8 and the best songs from 1977. Listen to Throwback Thursday on Thursday uh, starting at 5pm where Jake will actually be talking about the release of Star Wars in 77. But for now, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you have an amazing week. I hope that the rest of your weekend is wonderful. I'll speak with you again next week. You've been listening to Way Back When, episode 7 on Tune FM and here is a song that KISS fans all around the world go nuts for especially those in the Michigan area when they come to town. Everybody you're about to lose your minds in Detroit Rock City. 